Hey, podcasters. Before I get to the episode, I want to take a moment to address the June 24th Supreme Court decision to overturn Roe v. Wade. This decision stripped away the legal right to have a safe and legal abortion. Restricting access to comprehensive reproductive care, including abortion, threatens the health and independence of all Americans. This decision could also lead to the loss of other rights. To learn more about what you can do to help, go to choice.crd.co. That's choice.crd.co. And I encourage you to speak up on your podcast as well. Take care and spread the word. Advertisers, big and small, are taking a fresh look at podcasts of all sizes. Some producers who never considered offering sponsorships are getting requests. A few simple tweaks to your processes can make these money gifts much easier to handle. Hello and welcome to another Podcast Pontifications with me, Evo Terra. Now look, I'm no fan of ads in podcasting, regardless of what my Twitter account might look like. (laughs) I've spent almost 20 years running digital advertising agencies at the VP level. And I can tell you that a lot of advertising is total garbage. Longtime listeners like yourself of my show know I've been kind of bearish when it comes to podcast advertising because I'm good at math. (laughs) Partially. It's part of those things. Um, But, you know, things evolve. Things change. And my thinking on advertising has changed, uh, at least in the podcasting space, for for a small piece. I'm I'm not going gung-ho at it, but nonetheless, it's... Look, here's a fact. It's here to stay. It's not going anywhere. And as I said in the preamble of this, we're starting to get requests. Shows that don't even want to run ads are starting to get requests, legitimate requests, from advertisers who want to spend money on their program. So that's interesting. That's that's new. Well, it's not necessarily new, but it's new to me. Just in the last couple of weeks, I've closed a couple of different advertising deals for clients slash friends of mine. And uh, it's great. It's a great feeling to to be able to help these shows do this. Now, I realize that not everybody out there wants to run ads, but nonetheless, bear with me for a second. There's some value in for you uh, as well. One of my other clients reached out to me recently. They've He's got, goodness, five or six different advertisers lined up. And so now, and the impetus for this program, he and I are going through the process of refactoring his show because it was never built with the idea we'd be running ads. So they feel clunky. They feel weird. We've got eight episodes produced. It's kind of hard to do a live host read without redoing, if not the entire episode, at least segments of the episode. So what I wanted to talk about today is helping you think through the concept of if ads come, if sponsorship money comes, or maybe people just want to use your podcast as a platform to get their good news message out there. Are you set up to do that today? Probably not. Of course, if you're running ads right now and you're making all sorts of money, fantastic. Good for you. But for the rest of us out there, who've not really considered advertising previously, or maybe we have, but we never really baked it in. That's what we're going to talk about today. So, step one when you're thinking about your ads is think about your listeners first. 
First and foremost, you've got to have your listeners in mind. Please, please have your listeners in mind. Do not do anything that somehow damages the listening, uh, the listenability of your program. So always keep that in mind first. To that end, I would seriously consider not running pre-roll ads. That means an ad that runs before people hear your voice. That's an easy place to drop an ad. In fact, that's what we're doing for that one client of mine who already has eight episodes already produced. We're just dropping an ad in the front. I'm not really happy with that, but, you know, it's what we're doing. So that's the easy way to do it. But a, but a smarter way to do that is just think about the structure of your show. I mean, take this show, if you will, as an example. What you hear is one contiguous recording is mostly one contiguous recording, but it's got various sections. There's the cold read, where I just read a few hundred characters of text. Then there's the little sound logo. Do you like the new logo for season three? I think that's kind of cute. Then I do my long diatribe, which has a natural ending point when I'm done talking about the point. Then I get into the couple of things I want you to do, and then finally send off with the same logo sounds afterwards. Each one of those spots is a natural place where an ad, a sponsorship message, or just a good news message, whatever you want to call it, can be dropped, can be inserted. Either electronically, we're not going to get into doing dynamic ad insertions, or just simply by re-recording something and putting it in your editing workflow. Each one of those breakpoints between segments of a program, even a short program like this, could be the place where an ad or sponsor or just good news message can run. But it would have to be planned. I didn't plan to run an ad message in this particular episode, so even though I have those segments, it will be tough to come in after the fact and do that. But if I really wanted to take advantage of ads, and I think many of you listening out there might actually really want to take advantage of ads, then start structuring your show in such a way to where that makes a lot more sense. Don't, for example, lead, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Don't tease the next segment at the end of your prior segment, because then it's weird, right? If you say, coming up, an interview with so-and-so, or, or let's get right into my interview with Elon Musk, and an ad plays, it just feels weird, right? So don't do that. I mean, that's the simple way to do that. Don't, you know, tease it in a different way. But the real trick to doing this right is doing it on paper. Strategy is what matters here. Look, yeah, you could just shove an ad anywhere. Of course you can. If you've got a 25-minute long interview, you can find a pause between an, an answer between the answer the guest gave you and your next question is an easy place to cut, spread it apart, drop an ad in there. Sure, you could do that. You could do that. But you could also be a lot more deliberate about it. When you're in your episode planning stage, you, you do have an episode planning stage, don't you? Where you at least outline the item. No, really, you should do that. <laughs> you really should do that. When you're outlining those individual stages, those individual sections, make a spot for some sort of messaging that's not about the episode. Again, that's an ad, that's a sponsorship, that's some good news. news. Make a spot for it. Just plan it out. I'm going to do this, this, this. But 
Here's the real big trick. I have lots of tricks in this episode, apparently. The real big trick is make sure that it's okay if nothing happens in that dynamic content, if you will, that's not really dynamic, but whatever. Make sure that it's okay if nothing really runs there. So what I'm saying is don't say, we'll be right back after a message from our sponsor. And then no sponsor ad plays, and you say, welcome back. Ugh, terrible, cheap, old school radio stuff that you don't have to do. First off, nobody goes anywhere. <laughs> so just find a better way to make that space, but make it in such a way to where it doesn't feel um, missing if, in fact, it's not there. This is all doable. It just takes a little bit of planning on your part. In fact, one of the best things, pieces of advice I can give you is, you know, maybe you should just start running some good news spots right now. If you're having difficulty conceptualizing how you would do this, then you choose out of your own goodness of your heart to create a sponsorship message for some cause, some organization that you feel is worthy of mentioning. And pretend it's a sponsor. Pretend they've actually paid money to you and you're here to deliver content to them. How would you drop that 30 second, minute and a half, four minute bit, whatever, how would you incorporate that into your show? Just do it. Rather than think about how to do it, actually think it through and then implement it and do it. Because why not? I'm recording this in late 2020. There's a lot of messaging that needs to get out to various people. It's okay to do that. Especially it's okay to do that as practice before the bigger advertisers come knocking at your door. Get ahead of it. You'll feel better. You'll be better suited when the money comes pouring in later. Now, as I mentioned, I do not run ads on this show. As you can see from my terrible example earlier, it would be kind of hard to do. But you can go to buymeacoffee.com slash evoterra and toss a couple of shekels my way. Monthly support is awesome. I would really appreciate that. And even though social, social, yes, social distancing has made it really hard to do this, I would really appreciate it if you would tell one other podcaster you know about podcast pontifications. Word of mouth really matters for niche shows like mine. Thanks for your attention. Thanks for doing all those things. And I shall be back tomorrow with yet another podcast pontifications. Cheers. While Americans overwhelmingly support the right of an individual to make their own decisions about abortion, unfortunately, that right is no longer protected everywhere in the U.S. The Supreme Court overturned Roe v. Wade on June 24th. Abortion is a basic healthcare need for the millions of people who can become pregnant. Everyone should have the freedom to decide what's best for themselves and their families including when it comes to ending a pregnancy. This decision has dire consequences for individual health and safety and could have harsh repercussions for other landmark decisions. Restricting access to comprehensive reproductive care, including abortion, threatens the health and independence of all Americans. Even if you live in a state where abortion rights are upheld, Access to safe medical procedures shouldn't be determined by location, and it shouldn't be the privilege of a small few. You can help by donating to local abortion funds. 
To find out where to donate for each state, visit donationsforabortion.com. That's donations, the number four, abortion.com. If you or someone you know needs help, or if you want to get more involved, here are five resources. One, Shout Your Abortion is a campaign to normalize abortion. Two, Don't Ban Equality is a campaign for companies to take a stand against abortion restrictions. Three, Abortion.Cafe has information about where to find clinics. Four, PlanCPills.org provides early at-home abortion pills that you can keep in your medicine cabinet. And five, choice.crd.co has a collection of these resources and more. We encourage you to speak up, take care, and spread the word.